0: episode 26 of the 100 podcast i brought in another Quinta alum dylan lee and it's kind of this is kind of the reason i did the podcast was uh for me to be able to talk to people i I maybe haven't been in contact with in a couple years and and dylan for example i haven't talked to you in probably eight years maybe maybe since the end of high school probably like 2012 um but yeah, man. So, I all I know right now basically is that that you live in Beverly Hills and and you were telling me you're an actor or an aspiring actor. So, catch me up. What's going on? Um, well, after high school,
1: I moved away. I went straight I was 17 when I graduated. Really? Yeah. And I went to San Marcos actually. Okay. And things not work out well there. A lot of things happened. Um, lots of trials and tribulations. So after that, I moved right back home to La Quinta. And I stayed in La Quinta for about, I want to say like nine months. Not very long. Uh-huh. And I just decided like to go back to my roots, which was acting. When I was a kid, I was an actor. And I started acting when I was about Six. And I did a lot of on stage musicals i um I did one with um debbie Boone called the King and
0: I okay, it sounds familiar the name, but I don't really the King
1: know and that. I is like a famous play, but yeah. she was actually she sings like i think now she sings um she does commercials for like bathtubs with doors for old people uh
0: uh-huh.
1: uh uh-huh. okay, it's kind of sad, yeah, but uh, I never want my career to go that way uh, <laughs> <laughs> um And so I just stopped after a while. And then I was just like, let's just get back to that. Let's just like do something that I'm familiar with. Let's do something that I've always wanted to continue doing. Um, So I moved to LA and it's been a really rough ride ever since. Okay. At first I started for four years. I went to an acting conservatory called like the acting corps. And I was performing once a month in north hollywood every month through there and it
0: was was it all kinds of different shows or was it just it uh, was a lot it was a
1: lot of variety and it was a lot of it was a lot of scenes it was very adult though it was very it's not like oh i'm gonna like be cute and act it was a lot like there's times i had to get naked on stage there's times i had like real stuff
0: real wild yeah and it taught me a
1: lot of like it taught me a lot, like, this is a lot different than how you acted as a kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's gonna... It's you have to push yourself way past your comfort zone.
1: Absolutely. And you're not mm-hmm. gonna, like, go anywhere if you don't.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, uh, that sounds like it with the Harvey Weinstein situation. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, no. sorry, let's go back not up. That bad. Okay, okay. not that bad. bad. But
1: there's, there's just a lot of things that, like, I was taught there. Um, every teacher there was still a working actor. Uh-huh. Which I thought was super important because it's like having a singing coach that doesn't know how to sing.
0: Like, what are you teaching me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, that's kind of, I feel like, you know, in sports as well, when you have somebody that's gone a certain level or somebody that's, like, maybe, like, a college athlete that just finished playing, like, and then they, they go straight to coaching, like, I feel like they're one of the most important coaches because they know the game. They, like, just played. They were just there.
1: Absolutely. And even though, like, it cha- everything changes so much and rapidly... It still is important to like have people who are still in it. One of my favorite teachers who I'm still in contact with all the time. She, I mean, she has like over eighty credits on IMDb, and her first movie was um, Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay, so that's so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like and classic. Like, yeah. One of my other favorite teachers. He, um, he's the reason for Chicago Fire. He was the first episode. He played Andy. He's the one that dies. Okay. Uh, and that's what Chicago Fire is all about, is their friend who died. Um, obviously, it's changed over the years, but that that kind of rule
0: sucks ass. Uh-huh. Because, because, well, you're gone. You're done, You don't right? get an arc. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, talked
1: yeah. about a lot, but you don't get like, a lo- <laughs> You don't get an arc. And an arc you're not like, getting paid, are you? Yeah. You're not getting paid for no, that? When no, you're, talked you're about? not Andy, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, the I mean, level. that sucks, but it's 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 worth it if you really put the time and the effort into it. A lot of people don't realize that. It's, it's all time
0: and effort. Uh and how is it going so far for you? Like how how is where are you at, I guess I guess I guess right now, like how do you feel about the whole acting situation
1: Right now I'm not auditioning and I can't do anything. No That's, one can do anything. <laughs> you know, basically, yeah, I guess you're right. What Corona, su- thank you. Yeah, what sucks is it is pilot season so I was gonna go back and audition more. Uh my manager kinda wanted me to and uh obviously i can't they're just kind of yeah spring pilot season is like the best time so everyone from all over the world comes to la during like this time to shoot pilots for tv shows that are potential uh candidates to air during the fall time on networks give them their first season their first yeah episodes. if it gets picked up yeah but
0: shooting them is even just an honor just uh, just like shooting them and being able to give somebody like a this is kind of what the show could be. Yeah, and you basically. still get paid for it. You do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what, that's what matters, right? It doesn't matter. Um no, yeah. you get
1: you get credited and you get paid for it. But Yeah, exactly. That's what matters. It's, it. it's not really so, about the money. It's just about doing if if you're in it for the money or for fame, you're never going to go anywhere. Yeah.
0: It's going to eat you the hell up. Yeah, I t- I'm sure I've I've heard Joe Rogan talk about acting a lot and he talked about his distaste for it, about how the acting, how the whole game is, you fake. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. A lot
1: of it can be fake, but a lot of it can be real if you allow it to be.
0: Um,
1: some people think it's, it's like a constant act they always have to put on.
0: Oh, uh, it's not. So let's say, let's say you're working on a role just cause I, I've heard of a lot of big actors doing this situation. Like if you're working on a big role, would you go home and would you act that same, be that same person? Would you like kind of put yourself in that role on your daily life?
1: So you're talking about like method acting.
0: Yeah, that's what that is. Or you know, you're like, doing. Are you doing? Are you doing straight plays like play? Acting? No, oh, I okay. mean, a
1: stage is like what I'm used to. When I'm more comfortable with, which uh-huh. helps a lot
0: in TV acting. I
1: did one TV show, but it helps. It helps a lot because on stage you don't get like. Take after take after take. You have it's, to do it the first time. It's a one-shot type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I act through methods with a lot, which a lot of people don't. And living in L.A., you know, there's like 11, 11 million people who think they're actors, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. In L.A., I, you know, I feel like
0: <laughs> even you have to go there. So you don't really have a choice. Even if you're don't, if you not an actor, I feel like that's like the spot you have to go to to be an actor. You can go to
1: New York, but the money is in L.A. L.A. is like the main. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But a lot of people will get roles just based off their looks, which pisses me off. Yeah. And a lot sense. of actors are one notes. So you'll see someone do like I have some friends who did like one Netflix show, but they cannot get another job because of that.
0: Yeah, that's I've you know, yeah, I get you. I guess yeah. you even even uh what's the what's the guy's name I don't know the guy's name David Radcliffe or whatever from Harry Potter oh Daniel yeah or Daniel Radcliffe he's, yeah.
1: a, he's a weirdo I'm
0: not gonna say how I know him but he's a little bit of a but he uh, <laughs> but he I remember he was talking about that and he was saying for a while and this is a long time ago I don't even know how I remember this story Well, but. he'll
1: always and forever be Harry Potter
0: exactly and it's hard for him to even go into another act
1: like you know yeah role another role uh one of my good friends Yasmin she did a Hangover Two okay and if you're familiar with that movie she does the scene where she goes you can't call Bangkok for no reason oh uh, okay
0: so she's like that's she's gonna be trans. what she's remembered for what you've, yeah, you yeah she like she's...
1: actually was kicked out of a disney casting office because of it which really? i was like i mean if you're gonna show your penis you probably can't be on Disney. I'm just gonna, yeah. Yeah, We're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna say the no to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when then, you're struggling yeah, gonna... and stuff, there's a lot of shit you'll say yes to. Yeah. There's not a whole lot you'll say no to. <laughs> yeah, I
0: understand that. You're, you need to get your money. So you're like, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna get somewhere. I'm gonna get a role somehow. Somewhere, somehow, some way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's, It's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a struggle for everyone. It's hard as long as you know what you're doing. But going back to like method acting, no, I do not method act. When you, a lot of times when you're method acting, you can tell because it's not genuine. Uh Uh-huh. It's like you're pushing a feeling or a a way upon yourself that the other person isn't making you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like bad acting. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like you're acting. Exactly, exactly. That makes sense. Uh, a good way to like know, it, it, I mean, a good trick is if you're acting should feel like you're watching something through a keyhole and watching something you shouldn't be watching, but you can't look away, like a car crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, really. Yeah, like something you just so, you yeah. just got your eye, you can't, you, you just yeah, stuck on it. And and it has to be a fight. Someone always has to win. There has to be an objective between both actors. Yeah. Whoever wins, wins, but... Uh, do what you have to do to make it happen.
0: It's kind of weird how how every movie or story, whatever, it has to be that same way. Like it has to be some sort of conflict, some sort of. Well, it'd be so boring. Exactly, and so it's just boring. like, oh, we have a great life, and you know, like, right? Yeah, I get that, but it's, it's so crazy having the same storyline over and over and over again. And
1: it'd be like, you, just, let's, you can't change it, really. I just watched National Treasure the other day because I fucking love that movie but um, it'd finish. be like let's find the treasure, treasure like without any obstacles that'd be
0: so fucking boring Do you just find it everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah like I get you <laughs> what so if if you could pass on any, any knowledge to to any tips to anybody that wants to go into acting now yeah. you know not not you know just from what what you know from child from being a child and acting and even your acting experience now like what what would you pass on to, to some people that are that are looking into that
1: well, it it doesn't matter that I was a child actor in this sense because after taking a huge break, it's like starting all over again, and I'm not a cute kid anymore. I'm not going to get jobs because of that. Yeah, you're so grown So, it's a completely different story, a different a different thing, completely, honestly. But the only thing I would have to say is go to school. Learn a craft. I act through Miser, Stanislavski, and Chakov. so... Those are all methods of acting that I think everyone should learn. You don't have to, but you might embarrass the fuck out of yourself. Yeah. yeah <laughs> can I cuss uh, on the show? I'm yeah, like, you're okay. good, at it, man. That's all
0: you want. Uh yeah. So, I know you also told me you wanted to speak a little bit about uh mental health on the podcast, so can we yeah. can we go into that? Let's and, Let's do it. Let us Let me take a drink. Let's okay. Let's, <laughs> just, let's hear this. I know, I know that was a topic we wanted to hit.
1: So, it's a huge part of my life. It is my life. It's something I've always struggled with. And just to retouch on the reason, the trials and tribulations, why I moved back here from San Marcos. Yeah, yeah let's get it back. Let's get it back. It's because I tried to kill myself.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. I mean, and I have all of my legs. Um, It was not a good time. It was, I felt so alone, and I kind of was. I, honestly, no one should live on their own when they're 17.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> bad, bad, bad idea. Um... <laughs> But Oof you got those beer burps going huh? Yeah That's happening So That happened And I've been in therapy Since I was like nine years old There's always been Like something there But really not That's kind of
0: good though You've kind of been in therapy Since you were nine Didn't really help Okay
1: Didn't really help I've had a therapist Who told me that I came out to him As gay when I was nine And he told me that Um the rapture was coming and I would be burnt on the earth and everyone else would be picked up and moved to the different planet. Yeah, oh so I'm just going to say, like, I'm not very open to therapy because of shit like that. Uh, i never gone to <laughs> therapy. I'm not, a, I'm not into it. Well, some so. are quacks. Some are fucking quacks. Yeah. yeah, it's a
0: job, you know? You get those fucked up people that don't even know what they're they doing.
1: They shouldn't even really be, like, telling you things. They're just kind of there to, like, listen. listen to issue, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then also like being Chinese, uh, there's a lot of things where it was like, you're a man, don't suppress. And that's how I think a lot of guys feel.
0: hmm
1: I get you. I get you. It's like, but, but we all have brains. We're all, we're still humans and we all have problems just the same. So it doesn't make you lesser of a man just by admitting that you have a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, so after that. It was really like looking after me and I was abusing a lot of substance.
0: This <laughs> seems to always be some sort of part of it. A yeah. part of it.
1: I think I went, so when I, I went away to a mental institution for trying to kill myself. And, and I, how you're going to have to, can you go into that experience? All? I can absolutely. And uh, that's, no. that's what like saved me. Okay. And I don't think it could save anyone else the way that it saved me, especially now because I was
0: 17, but I was in college. Uh huh. So, so this happened basically right out of high school, like right out of high school, yeah. And it just wasn't working. You felt yeah. lonely and you just yeah, it was it. it. I went like down the rabbit hole fast.
1: Yeah. Um. And and actually, the way that it happened was my roommate found me. Um, there was blood seeping out of the bathroom door. And it was locked, but she kicked it in, and then found me lying on the floor um, with a knife in my hand, passed out with a puddle of blood.
0: Jeez. So. And then did you do you feel fun. like you <laughs> super feel like, fun? <laughs> do you feel like you you gave any signs to anyone that you needed help? Like, do you think you yeah. reached out? <laughs> yeah.
1: It happened multiple times. I was asked once to lie about why I needed stitches all over my leg, and to say that like. I fell on broken glass instead of really telling the doctor that I was stabbing myself.
0: Yeah, because they they wanted they didn't want you to get in trouble. Is it that was why? they like didn't want to cover it up? Don't yeah, talk about yeah. it. And
1: that's kind of how like my whole life was going up
0: until that point let's just act like it's nothing's going on let's just yeah. act like it's fine yeah
1: which is n- obviously it doesn't work it's gonna it's gonna turn out real bad
0: yeah it never works out man when you suppress your issues and everything it ends up just coming out even worse Ten exactly times, exactly worse so because of that
1: I remember waking up in the hospital and cause I I had already drank like a full bottle of Patron before I did that too and all bad. Yeah, and they were like, You have like you have to go under like a fifty one fifty hold. And so it's like two okay. hours? Is that a Yeah, hour? it's if it's a three day so I was seventeen, so I couldn't go into the adult ward. I had to go into the child the children's ward.
0: Really? Yeah. So were you like you're basically the oldest person there then? You're like two. I was the oldest person
1: and not in school.
0: Yeah. That so makes
1: sense. while I was there, that's what changed that's what like made it click for me is that like other people have it so much worse. There is ten year olds like trying to kill themselves.
0: I just got real, real issues, like real. Big how do you problems. even know what that is when you're ten? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what I've never it's understood nuts. is things like that. Yeah. And it really like opened my eyes up and like it made me like cry.
1: I roomed with a kid that was starved and you could see his bones and everything so it was almost like a blessing for him to be there yeah it was like
0: a almost like a break a break yeah through, almost like a, yeah
1: and these kids were they were a little off <laughs> i'm not gonna lie oh definitely, definitely but uh they they really like were they really just like starved like attention or something
0: yeah yeah that
1: makes. Sense. it was sad it was really really sad And that's how some people ask me, because after that, I went to like a detox rehab program. And it was like, how do you overcome, like not being sober, but like getting over your issues like that and knowing when to stop. It's because you see people that are worse than you are.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, kind of. You feel like okay, it's not me. I'm not the bad guy. Almost like it's we're all in this together more than just exactly. myself. Yeah. I'm, you know, and that's kind of what everybody that ends up, you know, trying to commit suicide or whatever. That's kind of one of the underlying feelings is you know you're lonely. Obviously, you feel yeah like by yourself. You feel like there's nobody to talk to, nobody to go to. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, and there's there's so many, but what really what really changed for me, honestly, was actually starting to take medication. Really? Yeah. You feel like medication actually helped you out and Yeah, so I'm on about two thousand milligrams of antidepressants a day.
0: Okay, and that's that's l- it, it works for a lot ch- of people was, yeah. and there's some people it doesn't work for and, and it was my yeah, choice. It works, dude. Take it. It was my thing. choice and for a long time I didn't I didn't believe like in taking them. And you're consistently taking it so now you feel like yeah, I feel like you feel like it's like working, like it's actually helping. It's definitely working and
1: I know that
0: because I was talking to my
1: my psychiatrist, and he was like, what happens when you don't take it? And I was like, one of two things. I either sleep for a full 24 hours, or, like, I'm fucking, like, the devil. Like, Like, I will rip your head off. (laughs) And he's like, okay, so you're addicted to them. And I'm like, huh, that would totally make sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I was, I mean, being open and honest with your doctor I think is the most important thing because he asked me, he was like, what what do you not want in these medications? And I was like, well, I have to be able to drink on them. <laughs> I have to be able
0: to enjoy a good time. Uh,
1: I may or may not have to eat on them and do cocaine and ecstasy. And he was like, huh. He was like, you know what, like, I've been your doctor for a long time, and I love how honest we are with, like, you are with me, but that actually rules out a few. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, i yeah, like, yeah. okay. That
0: makes, <laughs>
1: yeah, that works, thanks.
0: <laughs> luckily I told you, huh? I, right. I let you know. That could have been bad.
1: Um, But no, I mean, it's still a struggle every day.
0: And. So, you're, and, and not to go back to the situation. No, go ahead. But, uh, but, but what was, like, your, like, like okay, you get in that. That mental institution. Uh What is your day to day? Like, what is your like? Let's (laughs) say like like. What do you you wake up? You have breakfast. Like, how is it? Like, what is it? You really don't
1: know what time it is. They don't
0: have no clocks or what. They don't know. No, you would have to
1: go to the nurses' station to find it. So it's basically like one big long hallway. It's a it's a hospital really. Yeah, yeah. It is, and when you when you get there, you you have to like remove all your clothing and sit in a padded room. And then they come in and fully analyze you. Uh, they, If you freak out, they may or may not give you booty juice, which is an sedative that they shoot in your ass. And it basically... Puts you out or what? Makes you... Yeah, for like two days. <laughs> <laughs> so I you guess. don't want to freak out. That's you the keep last it cool, thing. You, keep it cool. Keep the it last cool. thing you want to do, yeah. yeah. So, um... And they kind of, they kind of got it. Like I'm not like their normal patient because I'm older and yeah. not even in school. So the normal day to day. So we, you get, you get there, you do that. They take out like, you basic, you have like gym shorts and whatnot. They take out all the strings in them. they take out anything you can possibly kill yourself I with, hurt yourself. And I didn't even understand. I'm like I can't even. I don't know how to kill myself with a string from a gym short. Like, I don't even know what to hang myself with. You know, yeah, it's too much, work, too much work. Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't know how to do this. A I'm not hand, I'm Like, not if guy people guy. are all over you all the time. So I don't even know how. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of meet other people and you go into like, you have like a room that everyone, it's really is like the movies and you kind of just sit in like a big room where everyone's just like, doing their own things or they uh. give you packets that you have to like work through
0: Just kind of keep you busy. Yeah, and the
1: packets can't even have staples in them because someone tried to kill himself with a staple once. And almost succeeded, which I was like, wow! Pretty good. Pretty good work. Yeah, so they, like, tape them, and I was like, that's not going to work, but okay. And then, from there, because
0: you said you went to rehab too, right? You went to rehab?
1: Yeah, so, well, that got me out of there. So, it... Like, we'll go through like the day in the morning. You do that, you get your medicine. I didn't have medicine, I only had a nicotine patch because I wasn't uh, able to smoke. They wouldn't let me, uh huh. Um, so they let you take
0: a nic- nicotine patch, they let me so take a nicotine patch because I
1: knew you kind of like withdraw from the yeah. The my nicotine. parents My parents signed off on the fact that they'd let me do that. Um, that makes
0: sense. I, I that, that makes sense.
1: yeah. And then you go to school, okay. So there's a school in there because every kid there should be in school except for me. So all I had to do was write on the board for them. The teacher's just thinking right on the board out. for them Wait, yeah, <laughs> so I just yeah. had to like ran on the board for them they had like a makeshift school um and then you just eat sit around read like, like yeah I get you really nothing like you don't do we weren't allowed to go outside there's a bas- there was a basketball court and we were allowed to go in there sometimes but we weren't allowed to be with the adults because at that program there was adults downstairs and we were upstairs uh huh and the adults were all from, um, it was in San Diego, so the adults were all, like, PTSD from, like, the military, the army and oh, stuff. so just savages, just wild people oh, that yeah. were a little crazy. The cafeteria, little, like, like, you had to work, we had, like you had, like, levels, you know? Kind of like, have you ever been to jail or anything? No, I've never been to jail. Okay, well, there's, like, level. <laughs> I, know what, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah so I you once you get to, like, the third level, then you're allowed to go down and, like, get your food from the cafeteria and bring it back up. But other than that, you have to stay up there. Okay. Um, and when you go, oh my God, they would throw chairs at each other like it was like mm-hmm. just nothing. They'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> they were they were nuts. They freaked me out, <laughs> kind of.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. I've heard. Of the, I actually have a cousin. Not gonna name any names, but he has PTSD from the military, and he's not too bad off, but he's a little. A little sideways, bro. Well, totally yeah, a I mean, sideways. I
1: totally get it. I don't fault them for any of that. Yeah. I thank them for their service, but... It's a little Especially funny. when they're institutionalized. Something went south.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it was...
0: The it was whole military just, didn't just, work out for you, bud, obviously. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess you made it out a lot. I just made it out. <laughs> but didn't,
0: didn't really do well. So um, okay, so now we're on to so that rehab, yeah, got yeah. you out of yeah. So they wanted not How to long keep... were you stayed? Were you in there?
1: I was only in there for four days. Okay, so so it wasn't me, long. They gave you an extra day for what? Just because they were like, uh... well, my parents we didn't get there, and no one ever visited me. There's visiting hours every day. No one ever visited me. <laughs> I was, like, screaming, how? like, get me the fuck out of here.
0: I don't want to go into this too much, and I don't want you to, like, answer no, it that... too, but, but how, how did that make you feel, like, I like, nobody's there, and I did they, did anybody explain not going at all, uh, did anybody, or did you guys clear that up, did you and whoever?
1: Sometimes, no, like, my sister was actually going to San Diego State, and just lived
0: down the road, and yeah, see that is that's what I'm saying like something like that situation does that ever get cleared up or is that just a kind of just it is what it is
1: uh the only thing that got cleared up about it was like they didn't want to see me like that and I was like well if you can't see me at my worst then
0: the only thing I would what s- am I here for <laughs> the only thing that I would say that I would I would understand what they're saying is just because I I went and saw my buddy Chico when he was in jail and that was pretty depressing like, seeing somebody behind, the the glass or whatever. I don't know how they'd visit you. I'm sure they could visit you pretty regular, right? They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have Just once a day for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, and they it could be, like, face-to-face, right? It, would it be can be face-to-face, just like normal, like, but it's monitored. Know. Yeah, see, like, that's, like, and, and mine was even, I feel like, even worse in the situation to where he's straight shackled up, shackled on his hands, shackled on his feet. Mm-hmm. He's behind a glass. You're talking through a phone, like, so I could definitely right. see how they feel, like. A little. I I could get what they're saying, but I don't get what they're saying, obviously. I don't agree with it. I I would definitely, if you're my kid or you're my brother and I live down the street, I would have definitely taken the time to visit you. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. But
1: I I definitely understood it. I was fine with it. I mean, afterwards, I realized, like, it was, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened in there that I'm glad didn't come out. Uh, Like, so when I first went in... They took me into a room. My parents happened to be there. And I was like, what? Kind of like, what are you doing here? Really? Yeah. And so my mom kind of knew what was going on, but my dad didn't. And my mom for sure thought I was going to tell my dad that I was gay. And I didn't. I didn't have that opportunity. to I didn't have it in me. And I was like, thinking, looking wait, back. Wait, wait. You're
0: I, talking about when you're in the. When I
1: got to the mental institution. Oh, so, he didn't know?
0: When you're. No, you're,
1: it was still, you know, and that's the crazy thing is like, looking back on my life, there's so many signs, you're and, just an idiot to not realize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so go, go ahead. Okay, so go. So, go and my mom was like, that was the perfect opportunity, because you get to like, be in this place. Like, you're, and you're in like, here. And I'm like, oh, I get to be in here? Think? no, 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 I have to be in yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> i Yeah, I did not choose this. Yeah, no, but so after that, they, they wanted me to, to stay, the doctor wanted me to stay in there for like another two weeks. And I was like, the fuck no. I was like, because your parents have to, like, let you out. Yeah. Even though the doctor can can deem you, like... But you're underage. I was underage, and... They want you to stay there because it's so much money. They get so much fucking money from you. Yeah, they get yeah, so much fucking. F- I mean, three days was like fifty grand. They're like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you'll be fine. Like you'll be okay. Yeah, and so I was like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go fucking crazy. Yada yada yada. Um, and they're like, the only way you can come out, you can get out of here, is if you do an outpatient rehab. And I was like, fine. I'll do it. Fine, I'll do it. And that. I did that until the day I turned 18. I said, give me the release forms. And I signed them and I was like, fuck you. (laughs) And walked out. Well, the thing about it is at that time too, I wasn't, I wasn't doing, uh, I wasn't smoking weed anymore. I wasn't doing cocaine anymore. Um, So if I drank, like my pee test every day wasn't really going to come back positive. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There were some kids that like, there was a 13 year old who like, One day took like Vicodin and then took a pee test and they immediately like dragged him out and I was like,
0: "How stupid are you?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course you're not gonna get caught. Like, alright, bro. Yeah, yeah. Of course you're gonna get caught. And that didn't that And now I don't know when you went. I don't know how long well you said you're seventeen, so was, obviously it was a while that ago. That was almost ten years ago. Yes, yeah, so ten years ago. <laughs> but now I know I know a couple people that are in rehab right now and they those those tests they do now, they catch they catch alcohol now. They catch like the metabolites when the alcohol after it uh you know, starts to evaporate or whatever in your system. I don't know. I don't know the sign. i not I don't know the sign <laughs> I don't know, that I don't know that shit. But I just uh, know it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but fucking, they'll catch that shit for like a couple days now. So if you drink, they'll catch it for like three, four, five days after you drink on the drug test. And I know UFC, which I don't know if you watch UFC. It's fighting, uh, like like. It's MMA, not religious. I, every MMA, once in a while, I you know
1: I don't pay for it, but if I'm at like a bar or something, it's on. Pretty <laughs> yeah, interesting,
0: yeah, yeah. It's fighting, it's yeah, you know, yeah. But then they they do some crazy drug testing, same type of thing. It's like crazy. That
1: yeah. I mean, that's I'm really glad I like, go to rehab. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean that's that's what it taught me. I have a friend again, not no names, but he has a problem.
0: He has a problem. He has a
1: problem with some stuff and he's just asking me like how I can overcame a, like a lot of addiction but still do it and I'm like, well, I'm always going to be an addict. I'm always going to do some stuff. That's purposely why I don't really gamble.
0: Do you feel like it was an an addiction more or do you think it was more like you had a mental like it was a release like, like a sort of an escape yeah like was it more like an underlying mental problem and then the addiction kind of or whatever the drugs or alcohol or whatever was kind of like just a side a crutch yeah like a crutch kind of Uh
1: at that time yeah and then it kind of grew it kind of grew so it was fast a problem and hard too. It yeah it too. was definitely a problem and that problem like my parents told me like they were like we had problems so we kind of expected one of our kids to have a problem like, okay. you know kind of thing yeah, yeah um and so i i i just what, what helped me do it is like i understood when to stop and by seeing people who are way worse off than me by going to aa meetings by
0: Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard some people, they go to AA meetings and those people's stories are so crazy. It makes you feel like, uh, okay. I'm nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to tell you my story.
1: I don't even want to say anything. Some people, some people make up how bad their story is too. I'm sure, I'm sure. I've gone, in Beverly Hills, there is meetings where there's uh, some celebrities. I can't name names, but it's like... You're like all right, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Dude. Okay. Yeah, and please stop sharing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> no, I mean it, did, it That's what it really took for me, and I'm okay with it. I literally plan out like my parting, like my parting days. I'm like, oh, no work this day, that day. I'm going to go hard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so you, you didn't. I don't think you finished on it. And I'm oh, sorry. How no, it well, wasn't anything you, you did. I just. You, you kind of mentioned it in in the story. Was when did you when did you come out to your dad that you were gay and 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 oh, after man. you answer that or <laughs> if you don't answer that or you don't want to, um, do you feel like it was like really, was it hard on you like like do you feel like it was hard being gay do you feel like it do you feel like like now it's hard being gay? do you feel like it's like you know like, do you feel like anybody's judged you for that I guess is what I should say.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: There,
1: well, uh, <laughs> Like, starting forwards and going backwards. So, I never really was like, Dad, I'm gay. Yeah. Um, It's just, cal- like, slowly came out, and it's just there. He just kind of knows now. It just kind of is what it is. It is what it is. I will straight up be like, I'm a homosexual to him now. But there wasn't, like, a dad, I'm like I'm some sort like of sob story. Top, yeah. yeah, There wasn't that. Okay. That there was it. with my mom, and she was like, no, you're not. And I'm like, uh, okay. okay, whatever you say. It took it took me to literally be vulgar and be like, "I've had sex with dudes." I don't think it's a phase for them to be like, "Oh,
0: this makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense." <laughs> yeah, To be like, stop thinking it's Maybe a phase. It's not bullshit. It's really annoying head. me now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really like, come on. What else I gotta tell you? What yeah, I'm exactly.
1: Um, it's they're so supportive now. It took a long time for them to become supportive. But they're so supportive. My dad will go to gay bars with me. He goes to gay bars with me all the time.
0: Oh, that's pretty legit then. Um, that's cool.
1: And I, I had to change my life to surround myself with people who really didn't judge me.
0: Yeah, uh, because yeah. there is a lot of judgment. There's a yeah. lot of
1: people who are ignorant. There's yeah. a lot of people who, like, for some reason believe that I'm interested in them. I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, a lot of guys yeah. have that mentality. Usually, yeah, yeah, like. Oh, I don't want to be around Awkward, gay guys, really, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck made you think I wanted to be around you? <laughs> yeah, what makes you so interesting? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a lot of that, so I do live, I live in a gay community, I live, I live around a lot of gay people, and I surround myself with that, and a lot of people ask, like, what's the difference between a gay bar? Like, why isn't there a straight bar? And I'm like, well, everything's a straight bar. The reason behind a gay bar is they were created so long ago for people just to be themselves and not be judged tormented or picked on yeah. and so it's a safe place and it's also a safe place if you want to be straight it's a safe place for whatever you want to do so uh, that's not the way I feel a lot of times in straight boys I, I've had a lot of, I've <laughs> had a lot
0: of homies and a couple black homies that look little hood. <laughs> that have told me there's a lot of chicks in those gay bars. So, a yeah, lot of bitches yeah, in those yeah, yeah, gay yeah, bars. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, I know, that, I know that <laughs> everybody's in those gay bars. So, I I, I, I don't hate. I'm not hating. No, it not.
1: is. It is a thing. And there's definitely a lot of people who get hooked up in straight bars. There's a lot of people who have. Like, I know people who've gotten married from meeting in a straight bar, hetero relationships. Oh, in a gay bar? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot. I mean, and now it's 2020 and, like, being gay is very popular it's kind of weird it's kind of almost like a trendy (laughs) thing it is which is like not cool a lot of people come to like go out in West Hollywood and stuff and they like it's just like they want to see it they want to experience it and it's just like calm down go home yeah you're taking it a little too far yeah (laughs) but no we I live this every day like what are we doing yeah Yeah. we did we we really created like gay communities just to be (sighs) safe
0: yeah yeah just be, be yourself basically
1: yeah, I could, I could, if I wanted to, I I wouldn't, but if I wanted to, like, walk down the street in, like, a wig and heels, no one would even look at me sideways.
0: Yeah, it's just normal, just normal, yeah. Just yeah. do you.
1: And to think of, like, in that respect, drag, I have a lot of friends who do drag, my next door neighbor does drag, and a lot of people don't, like, think about it, and so many actors do drag. So many actors. I mean, Robin Williams was Mrs. Doubtfire. Tyler Perry is always It's like and those are
0: like huge movies. Uh what's his name? Was it Martin Lawrence? Wasn't he Big Mama? Yeah, he was Big, Big Mama. Mama. Yeah. He was
1: Big Mama, and I mean, people don't even understand the definition of drag, which it means... I don't know the definition, so... The definition means dressed as girl, and it came from Shakespeare, because girls weren't allowed to be actors.
0: So, like, yeah, it's all, all men. As. Yeah, that's so <laughs> crazy. Like, what a dumbass, like... But
1: people, so like, people take all that shit way too far, and that's fine. Everyone has their you finish your good. Girl. I'm good right now. Oh yeah, but people has their own opinion. People have their own opinion about everything, and that's fine. But so coming out, it was. It's it's still a struggle because I I mean I'm totally open about it. Some people just
0: don't get it though. You're gonna get those people that like like for example like my my dad, and he has that against gay people, but he's like super religious. Uh huh. So he even he like like he'll never say anything rude or anything, but like my my cousin asked him because one of my cousins is gay and he asked him like what do you think about that and he's like well like i don't think anything <laughs> really about it he's like but like it's not my bible worse. yeah he's like, the <laughs> bible says it's a sin and like that's the shit my dad goes goes into and and my cousin got all pissed off and it's like you know what he's gonna say like he's religious like he's he's all like super christian and just, right like, he's gonna like, read you the rights yeah he's like <laughs> he's like He's stuck in his ways, you know, like they're like, he's, he's thinking, yeah. he's not changing his mind. You I know? mean, Jesus like, loved us all. Yeah, exactly. And I guess what I think, I, I don't even think, I don't even think Christianity is the, the end all be all on religion. I don't even think it's, religion is really a thing. I think it's man made. It's but not if we're going to get into that. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how that affects your acting career if you talk about religion. <laughs> but, oh gosh. <laughs> uh, if it's not my character,
1: I wouldn't. Uh, but there's a lot of interesting religion things that I've went through over the years too, trying to find yeah. myself. Because gr- I grew up going to Southwest Church. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I'm not going to call out a lot of names. I'm not going to call out any names besides that one. There's a
0: shitload lot of people that go out to, the, yeah. that
1: go to Southwest or just, uh, not that I know anybody, but I just know because there's a lot of people that go there. Well, when I was like starting to come out as gay and stuff, pe- a lot of people there that I grew up with turned their back on me. And it was like... You know, see like that I don't know really Jesus work. says no and my parents even moved churches because no, no I guess there was a pastor there who didn't want to complete a gay marriage or something I don't know because I left a long time before then when I was in high school actually I went to a temple in Palm Springs and took my mom there to meet a rabbi or potentially convert to Judaism and they were so accepting of me and of everything I thought that was really cool I just wanted something to believe in again you know
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've told a couple people, me and me and God, we don't get along right now. Me and him, we've had a couple issues. So, so I don't know. He's
1: not not rooting. He's not on your side right now. Yeah, we've had a couple (laughs) arguments and shit. But uh,
0: so I'm not, I'm not too much in the spiritual sense right now. But I, I I think there's something. But I don't know. Right,
1: and so that that was kind of the point of all that. And then when I was in LA and I was kind of really struggling through auditions, I started to look into Scientology. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I did. Okay, so I did that for you a little bit. Watch Tom
0: Cruise kill a couple people. Have you seen? Oh gosh, no. no. Oh okay. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I
1: actually used to live across from the Celebrity Center when I first moved to LA. I lived in Hollywood. Okay. Um. No, it so, was it was the most bizarre thing I've ever fucking been to.
0: So how? So you've got you went to like a conference or something like? A, like I've a, been to Big
1: Blue, which is like this huge blue building that's a Scientology on it. There's a Del Taco next door. That's really... That's why. good. So... Could... <laughs> That's so go interesting. It. Scientology is so um, interesting. Yeah, me. they tried to recruit people. So after my test, I was basically deemed like... Like, almost like an apostate, but like, just like, not a good person. Like, I have to change. So I have to go do all this work to change my life, to clean my sins. But the questions were like... Oh my... They were like at night are you tired and it's like yes no maybe and I'm like you start thinking like what do you what? What answer do you want me to put? You know. Yeah, yeah, like,
0: like, <laughs> am I, am I I get yeah. I go to sleep at night. You right, but you, it? it's almost
1: like a test that you're like, I want to pass and not seem like a retard. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's I almost like to too, it's almost like yeah. It's
0: almost too easy. It's almost like two you like uh, no. You start thinking about it a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's like too simple though. Like like I'm yeah. tired. Like what the fuck does that mean? Like it's such a simple question. Like, yeah. Som- sometimes
1: we're like uh, one was like if you're really hungry do you go ahead and eat what'd you answer to that yeah I don't remember the answer I answered but I remember being very like nervous about the answer I answered I hope that was right yeah yeah. yeah.
0: so you went you went to that did you go to anything after that I went
1: I actually went to like a Scientology acting thing and (laughs) I had to get out of there Really? Yeah. Um, Are you trying to kidnap you? No, they were oh, trying to kidnap oh my, me. I, I do still get some emails from them. I was, like, invited to a Tom Cruise party after the Oscars to be, like, because he went there. It was very, it was very, it's just, it's, honestly, it's a cult. I'm just straight <laughs> cult. Yeah. I think everybody knows that. I think yeah. we all know that. Anybody that's
0: watching watching this, it, even all the dumbasses that watch this, <laughs> straight cool. We all know that. It was really it was really hard. I was like,
1: oh, should I go? And I was like talking to uh, other people, and they were like, so no, how are no. you?
0: <laughs> how are you? They're like, nah, bro, nah. You're gonna no. They're you're gonna gonna not suck You in? Yeah, you're not going yeah. back. How do you? Uh, how, so how are you now? Do you do you have a religion that you kind of stick to, or do you just kind of feel like you're just spiritual or I don't you feel any type of
1: honestly you know, the religion I think I only go by is just having friends and being honest and being who I am and that's the only way I'm sort of besides all the religions I've tried and all the things I've done I think just being myself has been the only freeing thing I've ever done
0: I've told <laughs> I, I agree with you, and I, and I kind of have a take on like like I've told multiple people I don't think heaven or hell or any of that stuff has anything to do with what you believe in. I feel like it has to do with how you treat people, you know like if you're a good person or not That's yeah how I feel like absolutely, I really, and I
1: don't think it should scare you. I don't think you have to be like oh if if i if I drape this. I'm going I'm to have back. to repent. You know, the, nah. you can't think like, you're going to be thinking your whole goddamn life and that is going to suck. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I, I was you so scared. You just got to do what you want to do. I was so scared for I don't know how long, years to take shrooms, to try shrooms. And then I took <laughs> shrooms for the first time and that was my best experience of my life. I was like, oh Did my God. Did it just free your mind a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck are we doing? Do you come Man? back from that? Yeah, I've, that, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've taken a couple, a couple shroom trips. And, uh, and I've enjoyed them. I want to try DMT, but uh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to get my hands on that. I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't know. Is, so I don't know <laughs> drugs, drugs are. I mean, it's a
1: very important part I of the lifestyle it, I live, and I try to not do
0: that much. I take Everyone's it on G. Ketamine. I don't do any of that shit. But, I, but like, <laughs> Coke. like, 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 the only thing I mess with is weed. And then like, like, when I try shrooms when I tried shrooms, and then like, when I've taken it ever since. I take it. I don't take it to get high. I take it to really like learn something, you know, right. like, like learn more about the universe, about myself, about life, you know. And it's made my experiences so good. I've never had a bad trip. Never, really, not even close, not even close. And I feel like I've even had trips where like I could feel like it could be a bad trip, but I didn't let it be a bad trip. Right, like, it's all on you. Yeah, like like and so shrooms. I, I've enjoyed. I've I've tried. You know, a couple other things. I don't know if I... Well, I tried Molly, I guess. So, yeah, I tried Molly, and that was a fun experience, definitely. <laughs> so, I'm not going to bet get on it. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, um, the come down was a little too much, so I never did it again. I was like, oh.
1: Oh, oh my God. I'm I'm getting old. Like, I can't party anymore. When I, I don't, don't party. I don't even do that. And that's why, like, I if, if I, I do party, I'm like, I need the entire day after. I will just stay in bed that's it for me for the next day yeah, yeah I so will order food and I will literally have them come into my apartment and give it to me in bed
0: you're like dude just
1: just bring it in I ain't it's getting up I ain't getting up unless me. I absolutely have to pee you're like I'm gonna, I'm gonna order
0: food and you're bringing it inside I hope you tip them I hope you tip them well through. yeah of course. <laughs> I, I you really you know if you live in Beverly Hills that's yeah, not the it. problem
1: the problem is I'm not getting
0: the fuck out yeah, yeah I'm eating it So what, what's the biggest change in your lifestyle from here, like in the Valley or, you know, just whatever change, like, is it the change of pace? Like from here to LA, Beverly Hills, like what was, what was the biggest change for you? The biggest change I think was,
1: it's, it's interesting. I don't, I think the biggest change was creating a new life.
0: Yeah. Is that the most exciting part? Not always. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah yeah, yeah, no, not no yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: no, no, no. It, it, it's fun, it's great. I have, I have like a n- new family and a family that's always there for me. And, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and because, growing up, like, being the gay thing and everything, uh, you, my fr- I got to build my own family via my friends. And that was really important yeah. to me, and that's what every gay person gets to do is. You get you get your family thrown at you, but you get to pick your own family, through the people that you really trust the most.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get you.
1: And there's really only not that many of them. (laughs) You can have a lot of friends, but like on one hand, there's really people I'd call. Um,
0: Dude, I could. You know what's so crazy? I was just thinking about this today. Just I was thinking about. I was just having a, a little moment to myself, and Uh I was thinking about. It's so crazy how small my circle is, and just that you mentioned that, just how how quickly, especially after high school and after you grow up and, Things you change. know, life happens, yeah, you realize, like, damn, like, shit, like, I don't know all these people like I thought I knew all these people. Like, it's not like we're all, we're not all friends, we're not all in this together. It's kind of like no. <laughs> me and, like, maybe two of you other guys, and that's yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a weird, it's a crazy experience having to go through that, especially... You know, like, I don't know. For me, it was going from being, a, you know, a jock in high school and mm-hmm. playing sports and then getting out and then having kids and realizing, like, damn, life just moves. Like, like none of that shit Well, that's matters. a lot. That's a <laughs> It's a lot of
1: stuff you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still just, like, going, navigating, and you're, but you're, you're like, moving a, a though, family. Like, you're
0: in Be- <laughs> Yeah, I'm in, I got a family still, man. But you're in Beverly Hills, so you're definitely you're that there. That doesn't matter. You're
1: out that's there. That's all here. I mean, that doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. really matter. No matter where you are, I
0: mean, it's still... it's. We're all still struggling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi, what, and just speaking on the struggle, what are you? Are you nervous about the whole COVID situation and the uh, well corona situation? Do you know anybody that has had it? I don't know anyone that's had it. Yeah, I don't no. know, I don't know anybody either. Mm-hmm. Kind, I know, like, not really. Really, <laughs> I don't know anybody, but a friend's mom had it, and she's fine. Uh, she she had like she had a little like. I don't know, like a couple them, And then another like my cousin, her husband's friend's mom and him, they both had it, but they both are fine too. So it's like uh you know I mean it seems, it's bad, dude. People are dying. Yes, honestly. yes, yes.
1: Yeah. And I mean there's so many conspiracies where people are like, Oh, if you die in a car crash they're gonna say you died of COVID nineteen.
0: And and that's what they kind of. I don't know if it's true. They did that. They they, they definitely did that on a. There's a an infant that died, a newborn baby, and they said the baby died from COVID, and the baby was born at like 22 weeks. Like the baby was born at. Oh, so dude. Like,
1: And is it passed through?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. If you're
1: pregnant with it, does it go to your baby? I, I listen. That's new to everyone. I don't even think a doctor would know. I, don't I don't think that's the an mom, experiment. The mom, yeah, the mom
0: had, had it. The mom had it. She yeah. ended up dying. And then the oh, baby, God. the baby... Oh, so they, died. like, took it out? To yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Well, I think so. So that's not really the that's corona. That's a rough story. <laughs> yeah, that's not the corona. That's kind of, like, on... That's a lot of situations. That's, that's a, a, lot 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 of
1: <laughs> a lot of A lot of symptoms. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm going... Th- I'm getting unemployment, which is nothing, because I mostly, right now, I'm working off
0: of, like, commission. Um... So, this that doesn't really count <laughs> yeah, I get you. yeah, it's like it's not like you're an hourly wage or like't uh, yeah. really like so, but I do get the hourly wage like in unemployment, but not like not the commi- commission, pretty and the commission big. is like seventy percent and of the hourly wage I'm sure is pretty pretty low compared it's, to the commission, obviously it's like fifteen, and the commission's where you bring the money in that's like where you get seventy percent of yeah is commission. Exactly. <laughs> So so when the when this whole pandemic hopefully is over and and when you're back to to doing your thing, what's your goal? What's your what's your five year? What's your what's your plan? Oh, what's gosh. your long term plan? What do you want to do? That's like a really tough question. And a answer it the best you can. Because mm-hmm. I don't even know what I want to do tomorrow. I don't know. So. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was gonna say I don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. But um, I'd like to settle down. I think I'd kind of want to live with someone eventually, like have like a, a boyfriend or something, like, like yeah, get a situation going. Get a, I've lived with myself, by myself for like three years.
0: So, okay, okay, so seventeen, don't live by yourself. But now you enjoy living by yourself. Do I do you like it. Okay. I do
1: because I created like these friends and I, like it, it, I grew up. I grew up and I went through. Exactly. A I, ha- I had to really like you matured and I had realized. to really be beaten down yes to grow up and that's just me I just learned the no, that's really not really even, hard way <laughs> that's honestly
0: and what's crazy is I don't think that's just you I think that's a lot of people I think that's the majority of people that's the way they grow up is they gotta yeah you gotta get beaten down you gotta have a lot of shitty situations you gotta feel like you're the you know like you're the doormat getting walked all over like you yeah. gotta feel those situations so then you you grow up you know like there's I think a lot of people feel like they're the only people that deal with that situation. You're definitely not. I know multiple people, no. as well as myself, <laughs> that have dealt with situations where I feel like, fuck, dude. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Like, what am I doing? Right. Man? Like, Otherwise, you what? just kind of step back
1: and be like, uh. I've had a
0: couple, <laughs> I've had a couple situations lately where, oh, shit. <laughs> Spilling beer. where, uh, Where I almost just laughed. I was just like... Cause there's nothing else you can do I don't give a fuck Yeah I don't give a fuck anymore Whatever dude Alright Fuck you guys I don't care Um
1: No I mean I've I've thought I've been ready for relationships before And they've gone Totally south Yeah And also This is a bad note of being gay (laughs) Guys can hit each other So Guys (laughs) can hit each other
0: Oh, so you guys are going to hit four fistfights. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yes, okay. I didn't yeah. think about
1: that. <laughs> damn,
0: you're right. All right. So, uh, yeah. Guys
1: can hit each other. We <laughs> can fight. Uh, yeah, so there's been that. Uh So I, I think I'm kind of ready. I, I just, I like a lot of my alone time. I, yeah. I kind of joke, like, even if I'm married, I would... Still have my own apartment, just to like have yeah, your own place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get because you. I, 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 I have to have like I, I, can't have someone hovering over me all the time. Um, and actually, my ex is my manager, so that that's a real fun. Working that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh. So, <laughs> but in like five years, so I don't think okay, I wanna have a okay You want to settle TV down? Yeah. What so, else do you want? What I think career-wise, I really do want, I want to. I, I, I kind of want an arc, at least be on a TV show, but what my long-term goal was, and always still has been, is kind of be a cast member on SNL. Oh, okay. I've done some live theater where I did this author named Christopher Durang, and his writing is amazing, and I performed Beyond Therapy, which is a great play. Um, in front of people and it it killed it like I got it it was amazing and it really got me into like the sketch comedy version it's like it's like
0: if you think you're taking it too far take it even further like go crazy (laughs) and make people laugh and and on top of that so SNL I know obviously you said sketch comedy would you ever do any stand up comedy to help that situation out I've written
1: stand up comedy I actually okay this is COVID-19's fart fart fault Mm -hmm. and that is gonna make sense in a little bit this is covid 19's fault because i got so bored i started writing a new sketch comedy that was called you can suck my dick from behind while i pass gas
0: uh that face says it all that face says it all it's just kind of telling people to fuck off yeah Uh, (laughs) i like it i like it
1: no but i've written i've written a few um i don't know if i'd really want to perform them it's it's all about the audience really With stand up
0: yeah, yeah, stand up is woo that's a scary situation.
1: Well, I've been like. to some stand ups and they're really bad. Yeah. Like really bad.
0: I've gone to I've actually gone to the comedy store in LA. Ah. shout out Joe Rogan, shout out I didn't actually even watch Joe Rogan, but shout okay. out Joey Diaz. <laughs> shout out Andrew Santino. <laughs> shout out uh who else did I see? I saw a couple guys oh Brendan Shaw, but Brendan Shaw, dude. You gotta work on the stand-up. I do love your podcast and all that, but... Don't call someone out like that. It was... It, he's, a, he's famous. That's why I'm calling I, out. No, Because no. he's famous. He's it super famous. not matter. Because I hope he hits me up, and I hope he shouts me out and hates on me, so I can get a lot of fucking subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah. But no, Comedy Story. Have you ever heard of it? You've heard of it, right? Got a... It's like down the street from my house. It's like famous, right? Like the famous. Yeah. yeah. They so.
1: actually have a smoking AA meeting.
0: Really? Shout out Comedy uh, <laughs> the were legit. I um, went and it was fun. Definitely fun.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a fun time there. Uh,
0: hey, no, twenty bucks too. They're like twenty five dollars a ticket to go. Yeah, all comedy is pretty cheap. Really cheap. Yeah, unless uh, you're unless like you're a, really famous and you're buying. Yeah, you're buying like a stadium ticket. You know, like you're buying one at one of those big. Like when theaters. Kevin Hart like sold out yeah, the Eagle Stadium, exact something like that. Like and, and you know, there's no reason. Little man to do syndrome. That. Uh, <laughs> oh, you yes. said not to call people out, dude. You just said not to and exactly. call out Kevin Hart. Um
1: Yeah, no, I went to one and this this comedian, it was like an open mic night. So those are always gonna be very interesting.
0: Yeah, pretty terrible for the most
1: part. And this guy like me and my friend were just like it was like in a store and we were like buying waters and we were like listening to him and he was just like did you know that dolphins eat jellyfish?
0: That was, that was
1: it. Like, waiting. You're like, oh. We're all like,
0: is it true?
1: Okay. Like, Do you want to Google that? Is yeah. That- <laughs> okay. like, thank you for the no, information. He, you got really uncomfortable and just like, okay, um, and, and we're like. Joke. And dude. that's why I, that's I, don't, not a joke. <laughs> I don't hate on
0: it. I don't hate on it because I'm definitely, I don't even know how I do the podcast because public speaking is such a problem for me. Like, I get all shaky and all weird, and for some reason the podcast doesn't bother me. But I, so I don't blame people that do stand up comedy and they suck because I feel like I would do terrible. And I think I'm a funny person, but I'm not funny stand up comedy.
1: Well, like, like, the thing about it is, like, you have a routine and then you you have to change it up and you have to have, like, little, like, uh, like tweaks in it based yeah. upon how the audience is reading, but you have to be prepared for that. And the ba- the hard thing about comedy, which a lot of people can't do, is like you can't fake funny. You can fake being dramatic and sad. You can't fake being funny.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Exactly. And that 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 whole, it's it's so weird because when you're a kid, I feel like you watch stand up comedy and you don't even understand that it's a it's a routine. Like they they have these jokes lined up, like and you think like oh my god these guys are so just hilarious and then you realize as you, you, you get older you're like oh these guys have these fucking routines that they've set up and they've written out these jokes and it's just it's so weird to me it seems so crazy like I don't understand how you can write out a joke on paper and, and deliver it and know that's gonna be funny you know what I'm saying like, you have to read the so, ring that's
1: why you have to have backups yeah, you have to know it that well that you're like there's one of these three things that will work.
0: Really? Yeah. That's the way
1: I work by doing it because I I've done like I've done like stand up like by, in like acting school and stuff but like uh-huh. you have to you have to read the room otherwise you're just gonna be standing up there and everyone's gonna be like the fuck yeah <laughs> and that's just crazy too is, is
0: going to the comedy store for example I would there's like one one or two comics that literally would just hit. Multiple people okay. over and over and so over again, were... right, just talking shit. I'm like, what the okay. fuck? How do you even got to
1: That's not my comedy in that
0: way. Yeah. My comedy is
1: self-deprecating. Yeah. So,
0: And that's, I, I just think, I, I like the self, that's how I feel too. I like that type of comedy, but they're I just, just thought it was pretty crazy that they could come out like on the spot, these jokes that are like, Yeah. obviously that's not really routine because comedy store, they're kind of middle of the week they're working on shit obviously oh they're yeah on- and you have to if
1: you're gonna start like really getting into stand up you have to go to amateur nights. you have to hit club after club after club and take yeah. your paper with you take like literally sleep with a pen and a paper because things are gonna come to you in the middle of the night there was one joke that I, I performed and people still laugh about it but it's the God on its truth I was sitting in Tendergreens and my ex came in uh, I told you how you know guys can hit each other so just yeah. piece that together and I got so nervous, I literally shit myself. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and I was forced,
0: Oh my God. I was forced to
1: run down Santa Monica Boulevard home, just like a baby newborn giraffe, like, just saying. like I had the fucking poops because I saw my ex. And then the gardener was I like, <laughs> hello, Mr. Lee. And I was like, oh, like backing up, like, don't, okay. see yeah. Don't see my ass. Yeah. Mm. Don't see your ex in Tender Greens. In Tender Greens. In Tender Greens. What is that? Oh, it's a restaurant.
0: Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was. I had. You know, it had to be something I shouldn't know. But you know, no, no, no. It's uh, yeah. That's that was not, a pretty funny story. No, no, no. You didn't, no, even, no, you didn't nice. even go too too crazy with it. I was. I already thought it was pretty funny. So. It's not one of my best moments. For sure. Uh, that's a funny story. landscaper <laughs> did not see it, dude? You good?
1: Honestly, don't give a fuck if he's odd or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap Let's it up. Let's it. finish it with shit coming out of your, your you know, my yourself. ass. Yeah. What? No, it's yeah, not. This yeah, we'll finish cash. it episode 26 <laughs> with, you know, shitting yourself. <laughs> we did. Hey, hey, did, did, did hey but no, right. actually, uh, before we end it, uh, you know, where can people find you? Where can they find you on, on, uh, you know, Instagram? You want me to plug my, okay. plug your shit, your social media? Um, if there's anything you've worked on, anything they can see, uh, anything like that, If you want, plug that shit.
1: there is an episode of Corrupt Crimes that replays on the CW sometimes at 9am. There it's, you go. The episode is called, um, why <laughs> can't I think of um knight of swords sorry I was gonna say knife of swords it's knight of swords knight of swords Swords, um on the CW 9am and my instagram is dylan d-y-l-a-n m-f underscore lee l-e-e on instagram and then I think that's it so I don't really want you to find me anywhere
0: else you like instagram (laughs) that's enough that's enough this is the end hold on let me bye